it's too much. It's too much. The listeners are gonna hate. They're gonna be like, us. "Stop it! Stop it with that! Stop with horn. the buttons!" I don't like that you two can't keep your fucking podcast going straight. <laughs> be your fault. Talk, have good thoughts, Look. and then come back. What's up, sir? What is the episode? I am a big fish podcaster. I'm looking for big fish to catch on my podcast reel. I just on want my the podcast. biggest fish. You want the biggest fish? Well, what else would you want? I don't know. You could want uh, the love of your f- family and friends. You could want a uh, a, a health health for for a long time through your life. You could want um, you could want the new Apple Watch, and instead you want a big fish. Well, I don't want that. You you want that. Uh, Just to be clear, how do you feel about me taking the song off of this? Yeah, putting a different sound. I on feel you? great about that because the song we don't really use. Oh, we're recording. I can't change it. Mm. Mm. Bummer. Uh, welcome to season three, episode four, the podcast where we watch that episode of a TV show. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. I'm Lisa. And I'm Adam. So I just had the thought, what if instead of but um being, you know, a joke happens, what if it was like you did that whenever something was really sad? And then if something was <laughs> really funny, we went... Um... I'm like, sorry like, to tell uh, you. Let's uh, try it out. Let's okay. try it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry, Adam. Um, your your nephews have died. <laughs> it's it, it's, it, it's so it inappropriate. Really, it really, I don't know. It, it, it reaches deep it. in me. <laughs> okay. I can access the emotion much better now. <laughs> now you tell a joke and okay, I'll okay, try okay. The... Um, hey, Lisa. Uh, what do you get when you cross a uh, 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 a pancake and a dachshund? A pan wiener. What? A a pan dog <laughs> express? <laughs> no. <laughs> See that one worked because the joke. Was so good. Was so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> I recently, well, I, I did another podcast, Higher Education, last year. How dare you? I'm a traitor. Mm-hmm. What? Are you serious? You want to talk about your involvement in Leslie's podcast? Ooh. How many episodes of that have you been Yo, on? I was under duress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it twisted your arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> she really, she chained me to her bike and then made me run alongside her. It really does her. sound like Leslie, mm-hmm. little minx. Mm-hmm. So it's called Higher Education. If anyone wants to listen to it, I talk about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. As it is. Amazing. If you're a fan Amazing. of this show, then yeah. you know 
how much I am inappropriately invested in the man. Look, we all have our own investments <laughs> in DTRJ, and yours is greater than others'. In the show we watched today, we watched <laughs> Taxi today. That's uh, right. Classic show from the <laughs> early 80s, from 1979. Yes, the um, early 80s yeah. is 1979. 1979 <laughs> to 1984. We could just right? say late 70s. <laughs> but it's mostly 80s that the show takes place in, True. Lisa. And then this episode did air December 10th, 1980. 1980. Bang, right on the money. Right on the money. Uh, they are eating pizza with a fork and knife. Did you notice that? I think that's to avoid eating it for on that's camera. That's fair, but um, they're sitting at a Italian food restaurant in, around a pizza. It's like a bar, though. They've each got slices of pizza on their plate, except for the uh, lady Elaine. Elaine, who's got a what looks to me like a Caesar salad. Everyone is eating their slices of pizza with a fork and knife, and I am... Some refined New Yorkers. Yeah. If that is, in fact, where they are. They are. They're taxi drivers in New York. Taxi Interesting. is a show about taxi drivers in New York. This episode is called Elaine's Strange Triangle. Elaine's <laughs> dating... <laughs> Elaine's <laughs> dating a man who, comma... Unknown to her is actually well. IMDb says homosexual, but he's bisexual. Yeah, the show even says it says bisexual several times. Yeah, they don't they don't uh, identify him as homosexual in the show. They say bisexual. Um, Elaine's dating a man who, unknown to her, is actually uh, bisexual and attracted to Tony. Um, Well, basically, it is is Elaine's dating a guy who's attracted to Tony. Um, and not her so much. Well, it sounds like that's He's that was his dilemma. Yeah. He, he ended up really liking Elaine, mm-hmm. and hadn't planned on it. Has had been interested in Tony. So, so it sounds like they got into a situationship yeah. under false pretenses. Yes, and when they, when those pretenses came to be known to Elaine, I believe that she made a decision to. End things. Right. I don't believe that... I think he would have still dated her because he liked her. Absolutely, yeah. But, okay, so the rest of the description is (laughs) Tony begs for Alex's help in letting the man down easy. Oh, I'm so sorry. What'd you do? Uh, That was was just a notification on my computer going ding. This is directed by James Burroughs, written by David Lloyd, starring Judd Hirsch, Jeff Conway, Danny DeVito, Christopher Lloyd, Andy Kaufman and Tony Danza. Damn. Oh, and John David Carson is Kirk. And wh- who's the the oh, girl? She's not. She wasn't even on the. She's a titular. What the fuck? Is this the a, a moment where titular works? Um. No, it, it would be uh, eponymous. Son of a. Mm-hmm. What is titular? Titular is in name only, kind of. Kind of what that means. Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou Henner. I am so sorry for not having her on here. That's all right. What, do you want to take it from the top? No, let's not take it from that. We're we're fine. We're fine. We're We're fine. fine. It's just, you know, (laughs) the only woman in the cast, and I forget her. So that sucks. Um, Well, the episode forgot her. Basically did. So it just kind of left her behind. She is what... This doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Mm-mm. She is a pawn. Mm-hmm. 
And as is the the um, bisexual character of Kirk, mm-hmm. who is just um, a pawn for like Tony Danza's character to face his comfort with being liked by a man. I don't even think it was that. He didn't seem to be uncomfortable. It was more like how how he would res- how he respond would, yeah. to this. Like he didn't. I don't even know why he was like not sure how to tell Elaine. And I, part of me is like, was he like not wanting to out this person? Like mm. they didn't even go into detail as to why he didn't want to tell her, other right. than he was uncomfortable with. He wasn't sure what to if he should tell her. And maybe it was because he knew that she liked him a lot, mm-hmm. and she and it seemed, seemed to be Yeah, she was happy yeah. after a terrible breakup. Uh, and he set her up with with this guy, mm-hmm. just this random guy they meet at a bar. Oh, so I, maybe that's really why he was torn I up think, about it. I think it's very much couched in a world of homophobia, though. Uh, like the reason why he gives all his money to uh, Danny DeVito's character is because he does. I imagine because he doesn't want Danny DeVito's character be going around telling people. Oh yeah. Um, he doesn't want to be seen as like, like he he trusts all the people that he talks to, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it it was weirdly very progressive, and also I'm not <laughs> sure how much of it was. You know, they just left it open to be progressive. Um, I'm Left not a sure lot how of much of it was unsaid. progressive. I feel like for now, but maybe at the time at the it was time. very progressive. That's what I'm thinking. The early the early eighties, eighty one might call it. <laughs> <laughs> you should call so it late seventies, really, Lisa. This is I, the late late seventies. <laughs> Uh, this aired uh, December tenth, nineteen eighty. Did we say that? We did say that. That's okay. okay. Cool. Yeah, you picked this show, and I was I did. it because in the last in an episode <laughs> we we had a character that named themselves after the the actor. Yeah, and then we did that little quiz. Yeah, and I found <laughs> that that Tony Danza <laughs> does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, Taxi. Uh, that seems like a was a classic show. I feel like I've heard of it. At some point, and I had never heard of it until you said it. Yeah, on that ep- what episode was that? That was catastrophe. Oh, mm-hmm. yes, because their characters named after each other, mm-hmm. or after the actors, I should say. It's interesting that there's a lot of these shows centered around like professions, and like these people bringing these people all know each other because they work together. Yeah. And it's like circumstantial, but none of the shows really examine the, <laughs> or they they in a tertiary way examine the socioeconomic uh, status of these characters. Yeah, you don't you don't really see shows do that blatantly because most sitcoms are more about the situations that the characters are in and how they'll get through it together as a community, not the actual social... But that, yeah, I know, economic. but that's the thing, is that it is the their situation. It's so directly related to it. Mm. I think it's more of like a... To point it out, maybe it would be more depressing than... <laughs> Yeah, and it wasn't. Or in, it is obvious. It too. wasn't really in the way. It wasn't what media would do back then, too. I think they maybe thought 
by just having a show called Taxi, they were pointing it out. Because of what they do and um, and who this show is about and the workplace they have, uh, it takes place at a certain economic level, at a class level. Uh, these people mm. aren't really wealthy people. They're they're working every day and they each have their own little story like the actor and yeah. i know tony Danza's is a boxer his character's a boxer oh really yeah interesting <laughs> uh that was that was in the little quiz that i gave you so they didn't bring it up at all in this episode but <laughs> i didn't know that um, honestly it makes sense because he's kind of like a beef cake or like a bonehead in a way mm-hmm. uh he falls for danny devito's little Stick his yeah. trick on him. Yeah. They, that's that bit goes on for so long. So long, yeah. It's just I feel like it could just be shorter. It could have been way shorter. Danny DeVito spends his fucking time there too. <laughs> yeah. There's like a there's this like he does a reaction for the audience and then turns around and does a reaction for Tony at, at this one point, and it just is like. Wow, you could have condensed that down into a second. You yeah. didn't need to do all three of those motions there. But it's like that's kind of the way TV was, and he's like a stage actor kind of guy. And you could tell he's yeah. a stage actor guy because he's playing out to the audience. And <laughs> and it's wild that these shows where they have a live audience like that, that they are playing to an audience. I wonder how is this actually a live audience or yeah, the way that they're blocked out, the way that they're like standing at you chairs so? and facing out. Interesting. There's a lot of shots that felt like live audience. Also, apparently, most of it takes place on that single set, the taxi oh. um, set there. Right on. Yeah. The, the taxi and the bar are the only two kind of yeah, things, yeah. except for this other bar. This other bar, the, the gay club they go to. Interesting. I mean... It's cool having a lot... La- I, re- I recently listened to a podcast... On Slate, can't remember what it was called. Decoder, maybe. Oh. And their first episode is about the laugh track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And about how, and like one of the one of the points they made. I mean, it's sort of about the invention of it and then the purpose it serves. And one of the points they made is that a lot of it, it was sort of like a a bridge between, like radio from radio to TV. You know, like everybody's sitting around listening to it, and you feel like it's a shared experience because there's other laughter there mm-hmm. they did want it to be like that again like that experience of like where you feel like you're watching this with people hmm. but now like if you're watching game of thrones that experience is shared yeah you're watching it you're going online and read well not anymore but you know i don't at know the time, i just recently had a table that people were re- they were watching game of thrones for the first time and really were, yeah yeah so it's like you can share your TV experience over and over and over again mm-hmm. online. And in we do it right now. We're mm-hmm. doing it here. That's what this podcast is. Is another way for people to share our their experiences with television. Yeah. Yeah, we all are just like how can we connect on mm-hmm. if and and I think it's a lot of it has to do with like there's only so much you can talk about the fucking weather, you know? And like, it's nice to just have a thing to talk about that's not like the fucking Russian invasion of the Ukraine and, and crap like that and the True. pandemic. You know, it's nice to have like, thank God we have storytelling, you know? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
really feel it. Really feel it. Really feel it. (laughs) (laughs) We could go back to yeah. I know. I really got us off topic. Yeah. The the show. I mean, this show is very much couched in its era. Mm -hmm. Of its era, it was one of the most awarded shows. People loved this show when it was coming out. It got four seasons. It got five. Five seasons. Five seasons. Let me let me just double check real quick on that. The thing is, it's a an, a star study cast. Judd Hirsch is the is Jeff Goldblum's dad in Independence Day. That's what I know him from, oh, which is amazing. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, all he's also a character in Big Mouth. He's, he's kind of just like a big big star guy. He Jeff plays... Jeff Conway was Kanicki in in Greece. No way. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's okay. That's the Kevin Bacon looking guy. That's the Kevin Bacon looking yeah. guy, open yeah. shirt guy. Oh gosh, yeah, there's a lot of open shirts mm-hmm. and bell bottoms still in this. Like oh, yeah. the fashion is of the time. I mean, we're coming back to it. Like the oh, all yeah. those all those guys in the gay club with the with the like the sweaters and then the collars. Like, oh yeah, popping, popping out, out, of, out there. of the sweaters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that seems pretty relevant now. Yeah, not as big of collars, but still, still the sweater over the over the shirt. That's a classic that's like, look. That's for a classic sure. look. It's sort and of it's like come all those details about like the size of the collar and stuff, and oh. like the the type of sweater, the the fit of the sweater. Yeah, that's kind of like what makes it of an era. Or yeah, not, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I mean, we're not here to talk about the yeah, fashion. We yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> what are, are, what are we here to talk about, Lisa? What else are we Lisa, talk get about? to what we're going to talk about. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> you know him. He's that guy. We all love Danny we DeVito. Love Danny DeVito. <laughs> we love him. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just as, like, he's just this character, <laughs> just like Andy Kaufman. Both of these people playing these insane characters. Um, he seemed. Uh, Christopher Lloyd's character seemed like he came off the street, like he slept in his cab every night or something, you know? Yep. yep. <laughs> like he he was dirty and disheveled and like said the craziest stuff. I'm looking at the IMDb right now. His character that he played was Reverend Jim Ingatowski. Reverend? Reverend. This guy is is a a pre a. A preacher a man of the, of the Lord. cloth. <laughs> a deliverer of the <laughs> messages of the Lord. This man looked blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, they called him Vodka Jim wow. at one point. Vodka when they first Jim? introduced him, they called him Vodka Jim. Maybe he's an alcoholic then. Could be. I don't know. That's wild. Yeah. Damn. Christopher Lloyd. And then Andy Kaufman playing this character named Latka, which I think this is like. Like this potato is, pancake. Yeah, like the potato pancake. Andy Kaufman, who has a ridiculously high ridiculous, voice. Ridiculous, ridiculous accent too. Yeah. And then he like comes in and does the oh, I'm a Tony. I know yeah. it's okay. Sit down here. He has a really good Tony Danza. Very good there. Tony Danza impression. Uh, damn, wrecked by yawns, aren't we? I well, I I. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm feeling it too. Back. Oh, you too. I'm feeling it too. <laughs> it's margarita time. It's margarita it time. Ooh, let's get margaritas. You want to get margaritas right now? So down. Do margaritas? I, I 
All right. Well, I guess that we're done with the podcast then. No. <laughs> <laughs> I sorry. We have to go. We're gonna go get some margaritas. We. I know it's only thirty minutes in, only but I don't care. Only thirty minutes in. We're done. It's what margarita else time. What can we say about this show? What else? Um. <laughs> what do you want from us, people? Yeah. What do you want? Okay. What, you come. You come <laughs> into my house. You come into our <laughs> house. This is. This is like abstract expressionism the the painting looked like something and now it's devolving into shapes if you it, i maybe i don't know what abstract impressionism i don't is. i don't know this all sounds right <laughs> so, though you, you the, you're in dangerous it ground was a podcast i'm oh. in dangerous ground when you start talking about like uh, uh painting movements and then you know if you don't get it exactly right people are gonna be all our listeners, all, all our listeners them. are going to be right up your ass. <laughs> up my ass about it. <laughs> Shit. Get out of my our ass. Our listeners know what's my what. My ass, there's only one thing that belongs in my ass, and that's worms. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. That's we terrible. have to cut that out. I don't want that image. <laughs> Take that out of the okay, podcast. Okay, do another, do another run at it. There's only one thing that belongs in my ass, and that's bullshit. <laughs> Not your own shit. <laughs> just, <laughs> just no, I just meant like metaphorically yeah, speaking. I think we could do better. One more okay. time. There's only one thing that belongs in my ass, and it's a foot. No, I like that. Yeah, that was better. <laughs> kind of like that's that. the one you like. That was the third take, folks. It's a foot. It's, it's a, a foot. foot. <laughs> Congratulations! It's a foot. What God if? What if you unwrap the baby blanket and it's a foot? <laughs> it's a foot. I'd be horrified. Where'd the rest of it go? I'd be horrified. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Wow. Nope. Oh. <laughs> it's a foot. No. Where'd my baby go? That sounds horrible, actually, now that I've said it. Lots of bad things today. We're really off yeah. topic. Do you remember when the dingo ate that baby? That one, that one really happened. That's sad. I know. Uncomfortable with being... Um... Uh... <laughs> what this episode is such a, it's saying a lot and it, it's the thing is it's a really good episode i think it's really good it's i think i think for the time period it's uh it's like addressing the content pretty well i think it's they've got some great gags that are, are fun to live in um i love the dance scene at the end so good so oh, good shit. so great it, and it all works. Tony Danza's character, as far as like a comedy goes, mm-hmm. his character being broken up about this and sad really allows the other characters to just sort of take it, take it and play that game. Like, okay, he's sad. How can we make this situation worse for him? Yeah, yeah. With Danny, like, first of all, Kirk comes in. Lays on the news. Okay, fuck, now he has a problem. Yeah. Then Danny DeVito makes that problem worse. Yes. He can't even buy a drink. Now yeah. he's at the bar. <laughs> now he's at the bar. No one can't, to talk can't to. Can't buy a drink. No one to talk to. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he fucking... He convinces the actor guy, he Kevin does... Bacon, to go... Kanicki. Yeah. yeah. To to break up with his girlfriend. Uh, somehow he... Can... Uh, he no, he's he's like... He asks a hypothetical question, and then, and then Kanicki oh. thinks it's a real... Question. But it applies to him. Uh, and that it applies situation to him. applies <laughs> <And> so, to him. <laughs> so he just fucking goes off to break up with his girlfriend. It's like, Deb, Deb has the hots for you? I can't. I'm not yeah. doing this again. Not doing it again. <laughs> uh, believe and then, women. And then he meets up with 
Or, or is it is it what's her Andy face comes Kaufman in? No, first. Andy Kaufman first. Elaine. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end. Is once Elaine. <laughs> oh no, it's it's Elaine, Andy Kaufman, Judd Hirsch. Oh, Judd yeah, Hirsch comes Alex. in. Alex is the last one that he yeah. tells, and yeah. Alex is like, "You gotta, you gotta tell him." And he's like, "Okay, well, let's meet up, and you talk to him, and I'll just be there mm-hmm. after." They meet up at a gay bar with this guy. I don't know how they got a hold of him, how they got his number. I'm not well, sure. Well, they probably got his number. This is back in the day when people oh phone book <clears throat> when people didn't have privacy. What is it called? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding that's now yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh shit that's now <laughs> feel it we're slowly unraveling uh-huh. or actually we're very quickly we're unraveling ra- unraveled. we're all right ra- it's, it's see we go Reel back it. to my metaphor from the very beginning we're reeling in that big old fish reeling the big that old big fish. old that fish, fish is our focus and concentration uh-huh, uh-huh. on the episode you, sometimes you gotta fight the fish sometimes <laughs> it doesn't want to come in oh no now we're gonna be trapped in the metaphor uh-huh. uh-huh. uh they uh so yeah uh, alex goes to this gay bar yeah. and then it is cleaned up. The it's whole situation so is resolved quickly. so fast. It, which this is the first time in television history where it, it was handled like an adult situation. Yeah, like oh, we talked about it. We had an adult conversation. Yeah. I I understand that neither of these people want to pursue a relationship with me. Alex is like, oh wow, that's that's this is very easy for me. Uh, I thought it was going to be a difficult conversation, but he's yeah. willing to have the difficult conversation. I it's know. just. This is like the most homophobia I think we see in the episode. Yes. Is in this scene. Yeah, and the scene where Kirk tells Tony that it wasn't that he was interested in Elaine, he was interested in Tony, and Tony's like, or he was interested in someone else, and Tony's like, oh, really? Oh, and then it like takes some time to dawn on him, and then he's like, oh, no, 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 no. And it's like, the way he delivered know. that oh no was really, I thought it was pretty creative. You thought it was good? I, yeah. It was inventive. It was pretty funny. It was like. He's like, he thinks oh, it's no, kind of no, funny. No, no. <laughs> yeah. He's like funny how terrible his situation just got so yeah. quickly. Which nowadays, it wouldn't be that bad. The The only dilemma would be like, do I out, the, does this person know? Like, Yeah. And also like. It seems like he's still making. Well, he does. He makes a move on Tony at that point. He then tells Tony, oh, yeah. "Like we would be good together." Uh, so, like that's mm-hmm. like a. Your simplicity is engaging. Your simplicity is engaging, <laughs> and that would make us yeah, and we'd be perfect together. And that is the move where the guy is dating Elaine, and then also makes a move on Tony. Like he does make a move. Yeah, and that's less okay. Yes, I agree without with you it, on that one. Without yeah. talking to Elaine at all. That that did seem messed up. That's that passed me by them. Went over my head yeah. when it happened. Yeah, because they was... didn't they didn't show it. They didn't show on TV a man actually asking Tony out. Yeah. Yeah. They just have him saying he had feelings mm-hmm. or was interested in him. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Complicated situation, man. Yeah. I mean, good for Kirk for feeling so comfortable, though. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess this is New York in the late 70s. This is 1980, Lisa. I don't know how many yeah. times we have to <laughs> rehash have this. To <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> uh, and, and I think that this is a moment where his job and his wealth are a contributing factor to his comfort. 
Yeah. Oh, and his whiteness. Yeah, that's well. true. That's his, true. His, uh, he's a financial advisor. No, he's an investment analyst. Investment analyst, which is yeah. basically uh, someone who tells you what to invest. Yeah, in, tells right? you what yeah. to invest in. So he's he's he trades in money. Yeah, this guy <laughs> and, has and tons Tony, of money. He has Tony some says, fucking sketches of de, yeah, like, by some, Degas. Yeah, pen and ink Jesus sketches by Degas. Christ. And he said uh, Tony's like. Oh, small world after yeah. he's told like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm an investment uh, adv- analyst. advisor, analyst. And Tony's like, oh, small world. He's like, oh, you are too? And he's like, no, cab driver. <laughs> that to me tells me like that from Tony Danza's perspective, or Tony Bennett is his. Yeah. yeah. From his perspective that. Tony Banta. It's crazy. Not Tony that- Bennett. Yeah. Banta? Yeah. Oh, Tony okay. Bennett's the conductor. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the musical artist. Uh, who, anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> big fish, big fish. It tells me that Tony's character. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'll never get it out. Let's just move on. Tony's character thinks it's like a small world that he, a taxi driver, could be in the same place as this man, a financial uh, or a fucking uh, investment analyst. Yeah. That's how. I took the joke of small world. I just thought it was like, uh, I just thought small it was world. It's a small world that some big fish like you, <laughs> big fish, uh, would be swimming in these waters where we yeah. eat pizza with a knife and fork. That's so weird. Still on, in, a, fucking in a weird in a bar in New York. In a bar and bah. yeah keep going bah. <laughs> the end of the episode has a big blowout dance scene yeah amazing dance scene it's great this whole choreographed shtick with uh this big dude at, or alex's character yeah. yeah this big dude comes over asks him to dance he tries to avoid it mm-hmm. david Ugh. daniel is the name of the bar patron is right. the name of the actor of the as the bar patron he um he pulls the chair with him. He's trying so hard to not dance with this guy that he's like, he takes the chair with him as this guy just manhandles him mm-hmm. and lifts him up. <laughs> and he goes, he lifts him up across the bar and then he sits down in the chair that he brought with him. Amazing. It's <laughs> so well choreographed. So well choreographed. Great choreography. And, a, and uh, Judd Hirsch is playing it so well the whole yeah. time of like, no, 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 I couldn't. No, no, I couldn't. Well, this is kind of fun. All right, let's do some dancing. Oh, I'm trying to escape now. I, yeah. I'm I'm actually gonna leave. Uh oh, getting yeah. like like a <laughs> whole line of guys is coming guys. into the bar dancing, uh, <laughs> and and then he by the end of it gets up on the bar, he's up on the bar, and then he's really feeling the attention. Yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah, I am flattered. Yeah, at first there's like a shot that like makes it feel a little like a zombie movie of all these people like. <laughs> coming at him and then he's up on the bar and he's like feeling the music and everyone's like woo and he's like oh okay and then he starts dancing (laughs) he starts doing a little disco like Saturday Night Fever it's a very supportive community yeah community of course And that, but with after he he like gets off the bar and a deep dip from the <laughs> David Daniel from David Daniels a deep dip from David Daniel Ooh, um, alliteration uh, Tony walks in is like. How could you be dancing when Elaine's heart is Elaine's broken. heart is broken? And that's a I like that as a end tag to the scene. And it's not like, oh, don't make fun of him. I have oh. a terrible foot cramp. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So we're doing this stand up. I'll get yeah. I'll stand no, up you too. Had to Solidarity. Stand. You don't Solidarity. Have to stand. 
<laughs> don't make fun of him. Uh, yeah, they don't. He doesn't make yeah, fun of him. That's right. He doesn't. He's, he well, he kind of makes fun of him for dancing, but like, but like, it's that's not in the next scene. Yeah, yeah, but it's well, not I don't like care. A, I don't. I don't know how you did it. I don't care what you tell me. I wouldn't have danced. I with wouldn't that have guy. danced with that guy. <laughs> and he's like, "Of course you wouldn't, you heartbreaker." Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's that's very nice. And then like uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd's character comes in. And he's like, "Hey, where, what's that from?" And he's like, "Oh, that's I got that for being a a jerk." <laughs> that's right. And he's like, "Oh, why doesn't anyone ever tell me about these things?" It's so good. <laughs> these competitions. <laughs> I think that the episode could have ended at Tony Danza's line in the last scene. Yeah, it could have. But I think that that last Christopher Lloyd line was so well done, so, so well delivered. So it was good. worth it was worth it for the little extra. It was yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things in this episode I think that were like okay, we have to fill 25 minutes of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's like right? this was a very thin episode for 25 minutes. You know, it felt slow. They did not have much in the way of content, much in the way of things to be done. They yeah. really took their time with that with that uh, Danny DeVito scene. They took their time with that. They took their time with the bar scene in the beginning with like hitting on the guy, bringing yeah, him over. Bringing him over. Getting, getting the phone number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cut to Elaine's gone out. We didn't even see Elaine go out on a no. date with this guy. Nothing, you know. Nothing. And then it, immediately, it's it's been a couple couple dates. Maybe it's a been week. ten days. Ten days. Mm-hmm. She really likes this guy, and then he's got and a then dick he's got a thing for <laughs> for he's Tony. He's got a thing for Tony. I mean, he... that seems like the appropriate amount of time to to try things out. Yeah, he should have talked to her first. Relationship. Yeah, he should have talked to her. He should have been like, hey. That's dirty, Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're like, well, I'm going to see how it goes before. I don't know. Yeah, that is a dirty move, I feel like. I, he might not have known. I've definitely. And it uh, may not have been that serious, <laughs> too. may yeah. not have been that serious between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, I, and that's so early in that kind of relationship. It's yeah. like. What do you owe another person, you know? Like, if it didn't work out with Tony, maybe he would have continued that. I mean, it sounds like he was honest with her eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably probably he realized he probably had to be um, and realized that maybe based off of Tony's reaction, how actually close Tony and she are and mm-hmm. how, like how much of a deal it was for Tony uh, to have to talk to her about that or need, or need to think about it or whatever. Or he also could have been trying to, like, respect that Tony might not have been out to his coworkers. Like, True. You know, think about it like that. And in that case, he was doing him, he was a, kind of a big favor. Mm-hmm. Not really doing Elena a favor. <laughs> but... Again, uh, this is the maybe early eighties. This is the eighty. Uh, so the <laughs> the, you, the women you. folk don't matter, Late right? Late seventies. Like third, uh, th- last, and final p- possibility. Maybe he goes over to them and he's like, "Are you two together?" And Tony says, "Yes." And he's like, "Oh no, wait, we're interested in you. Hold on." And and our man. Kirk is like, oh, interesting. The honeypot, the jackpot. The, the jackpot. Two, two whole people. Two whole people. <laughs> Let's go. 
That is funny. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, honeypot. Uh, we'll honey never pot. know. I wanted to tell you a fun fact about Kirk. Yeah. Uh, whose character, who the actor is, uh, fucking what's his Kirk name? Kirk is Do- John David Carson. John David Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's not his name. That's not, hey, Fine. listeners, that's not his name. It's John David Carson. He was in the Kirk original Bradshaw. Space Ghost. Oh. Which is, we did a Space wow, Ghost Wow, we episode. did do a Space Ghost. And he played Todd slash Dino Boy. What? In 19 episodes from 1966 to 1968. Wow. Yeah. We owe him everything. <laughs> yes, that everyone knows that that initial Space Ghost episode really got us. Everything we needed got us exactly where we wanted to be. Absolutely. Go back, listen to that Space Ghost episode, and and I think you might find a lot of similarities to today's episode. Oh, my God. Actually, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Totally off the rails, Uh off topic, Uh not really sure what. I mean, that was a really short episode. This could have been a 13-minute episode, too. I mean, if you notice, like... I don't know why you would notice this. <laughs> if you if you kept your eyes peeled, if you kept your eyes peeled. Well, advertising has changed a lot now. Most episodes of a, a half hour is what they would call it. Yeah, end up being about twenty two minutes, unless you're on Netflix or HBO or something. I have noticed that. Then it's thirty. But if they the room for commercials has been upped, this was a twenty five minute episode. Oh, so there's only five minutes of commercials. You can't get. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you you can get a lot more commercials in in eight than in five. Yes, so so there's that. See our boy Zach Colston many more times. Yes, we <laughs> yes. If you've seen a the Bud Light Super Bowl commercial from last year, uh-huh. you'll see our buddy Zach Colston. <laughs> uh, there's <laughs> also a Liberty the, Mutual commercial where he's a pool boy. He's also in a a, a Jimmy John's commercial, I think, with uh, what? with uh yeah, with the big tall guy from Everybody Loves Raymond. I had no idea. Yeah. Fuck. His yeah. career is really taking it's really, off. Really, really blowing up. I'm, jo- I'm joking, but it really is. It I'm is. very yeah, happy for yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's doing great. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> shout out to my boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck. What were we talking about? God damn it. Oh, uh, no. I was making a point. <laughs> Sorry, we just needed some time to think. We were talking about the time. Okay, 25 minutes. To- 25 minutes. Yes. That's three extra minutes. Yeah. That explains the length of the day. That explains the length of a lot of it. In in like The Office, uh, which is the one I know the most about their What's production. That? What's uh, The it's Office? It's just like a building. Oh, okay. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. You know <laughs> what The Office is. <laughs> For our listeners who don't know, The Office is a building. <laughs> oh my god am i making am i making it easier this for is, you this is so good oh. this hour's going long <laughs> it's a long hour i hope you didn't want us to talk about the show <laughs> <laughs> so in the office they do like they film a lot more and that's why they have the office super fan episodes right because they have a lot more alts 
or alternate versions of jokes. They have like more uh, storylines, extra storylines for other characters. Yeah. And it's not filmed before an audience. Yeah. So. Does it have a laugh track? No. Okay. Because <laughs> that show really sits. The silences are oftentimes what's funny. So that show, I mean, that's they've cut out a lot to get down to 22 minutes. I mean, you could have a 40-minute episode that they wrote that they cut down to 22 minutes in editing. This uh, show doesn't have editing that way because they're doing it all in front of an audience. They're yeah. probably cutting bits as they go, yeah. trying to keep it a tight show. I don't know what they cut or what they wrote. or I mean, This is just like an example been, of the evolution of television. There may know? have been a scene with Kirk and... What's her name? Elaine. Elaine. There Elaine's, may have been a scene with Kirk Elaine's and Elaine. Love triangle. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it is Elaine's love triangle. Elaine's strange triangle. A little, a couple notes. I loved the coffee machine in their dispatch office. That was very accurate feeling. Neat. And like Tony drinking the three styrofoam cups of coffee in front of him. That was like he drank three. He had those oh, three styrofoam cups in front of him. <laughs> oh my god! Because he's just sitting there drinking coffee because that's all he had to drink. I mean, I imagine it was coffee, but those are the styrofoam kind of cups you would get from a, a machine like that. I've never had coffee out of a vending machine. You've never and had. I'll tell a, you what, I'm I'm so excited to try it one day. It's so hot <laughs> and so bad. It's so I it's it's got to be uh, instant, hundred percent. Sorry, sorry, a bird just flew in my mouth. <laughs> I didn't want to. I didn't want to bite its little, oh, its little fragile God. bones. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Its <laughs> 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 little fragile bones. Oh man, ah, the coffee's terrible. You say. Well, I'm excited to try that shitty coffee out of a vending machine. Uh, a TBH. I haven't drinking coffee out of a vending machine, but I have drinking hot chocolate. Lying son of a hot bitch. Hot chocolate out of a vending machine, and it was very hot, and it wasn't very good. <laughs> I'm excited. Let me try it. Okay. <laughs> I'll get you a vending machine. Uh, the cabs are an old looking. It's a shitty looking place. Mm. I want to know more about Christopher Lloyd's character. Yeah. I want to know more about Danny DeVito's character. Yeah. And Latka. I want to know more about Latka. him. Latka. Tony Danza seems to be the main character. Yeah. He's I mean, he's got a sweet face. He's, he he responds very sweetly to things too. He's he's a sweet yeah, seeming guy. He's a nice guy. But all these other characters are very compelling. In, yeah. <laughs> in what whatever they're doing is very interesting to watch. <laughs> and it really does look like Andy Kaufman is laughing at himself as he's doing the Tony Danza voice. Like, he's genuinely entertained by this voice he's putting on. Which is nice. It's refreshing to see somebody uh, like Andy Kaufman with everything I know about him I know from other people. It's like everything. As somebody that's... What that's do you, what do you like know? Everything. What do you? What experiences do you know? Like, what What knowledge I do you have that is based know. off of your own own specific experience and observation? If, if, you if you touch hot things, it, it hurts. Okay, so I think about just, that feeling, <laughs> and then think about coffee you've drinking. <laughs> you were not talking about the coffee again, <laughs> damn it. No, I haven't had that. You haven't had the coffee? No. Not the, not the hot coffee. <laughs> 
Adam's a tea drinker. <laughs> Just take a moment. Soak that in. Yeah, no, yeah, you're going for the Steep right one. Steep in it. Steep in it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but shit, no, that last one was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh... The only thing I have to say about the show is it's a, a boys club. It is a boys yeah. club. It's a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of boys being boys. The way, like, it's nice how they take care of Elaine, but they also, like, let's set her up with a guy. And then she yeah. really has no saying it at all. They all know her number. That they made me feel uncomfortable. They could just cheer her up and yeah. give her some pot, posit, positivity. Pot. Some pot. <laughs> some positivity, like... Hey, you don't need a guy. Hey, you're doing great. Like you're you're gonna do. Yeah. You know you're. Yeah. You, you don't need him. You don't need a guy. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. Whatever. We, we like you as you. You don't yeah. need to be with a a guy to be valuable, to be loved, to be you know part of this cool taxi community. Yeah. Um, I mean, instead, their solution is or or you got to date solution. someone immediately. Yeah. Like I think you should just get on that pony, which I think is them reflecting on their value. Them projecting their value of themselves. I think perhaps. it's. I think it's absolutely true, like that, and and I think that the show knows that it's a terrible idea because Laka <laughs> is the first person to say that's a good idea. Yeah, Laka is the first, and it's yeah. like, what if she doesn't know any strangers? Yeah, yeah. What if <laughs> Christopher she, Lloyd wants to set her up with a stranger? Yeah. What if she doesn't know any strangers? What if she doesn't what know any good, strangers? Maybe she doesn't joke know any strangers. I just got. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny one, right? <laughs> Maybe How she doesn't just know any strangers. Get that. <laughs> Uh, I was just I like, like that you who recorded is this it though. guy yeah that I recorded that <laughs> that you like had that in your head word for word but you didn't realize it was a joke <laughs> I didn't yeah. no went right over my head <laughs> the the character the uh, Kaniki makes a, a joke at some point about how well uh Danny DeVito is again chiming in on this conversation about uh <sighs> Elaine getting this new boy toy and it, for some reason feels the need to chime in and say like just just like she every every time a woman dates a new guy she thinks he's just gonna be the one yeah and, and not like they all think, the other schmucks yeah he's mr perfect yeah and and kaniki's like no it i depend on that yeah. <laughs> i depend on women thinking i'm gonna be the, the soulmate <laughs> you know so that i mean it really does seem like all these guys as a reflection of their character all they think about is like their value is in regards to what women they're seeing or yeah. how many women they can see, which is kind of depressing. Like, because yeah. Tony Danza's character is really cool. If you think about like the depth of him as somebody who is a fighter, who is uh, really concerned about his friends' well being, and as someone who isn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily have a problem with the queer community, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, that's a really compelling character for the time, I think, and and just like it's kind of like Woody Harrelson's character from Cheers. Oh. Woody, I think that's oh him. another Danza, yeah. <laughs> another Danza. Uh, yeah, it's just sort of sweet, innocent, and like going through the world. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe people make fun of you for that. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is it? Simplicity. His simplicity is engaging. Yes. Yeah. And simplicity is engaging, isn't it? It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. I wish I was more simple. I don't. During its run, <laughs> this show was nominated for 31 Emmy Awards and won 18. This show had five seasons. Uh, so it was grinding out 3.6 Emmys a season. Did you do that math? 
I did. Holy shit. 3.6 Emmys a season. Do you think we can make that that. happen? Yeah, we don't have a television show. We don't have seasons. Mm. We can get 3.6 Emmys. Between the two of us, we could get 3.6 Emmys. <laughs> Between the two of us? I don't even want to be. Lisa, I guess I, I, sh- I want to write for television. How many, how long do you think you'll live? How long? How long? I don't know, 200, 300 years. Okay. Oh, I could definitely You could get time, a couple get Emmys in that time. Yeah. Right? And you need to get, what's 3.6? 3.6 over, over 200 years? We can that's manage nothing. it. Yeah, okay. That's almost that's that's almost to a century. Almost to a century. I can manage. You could you could get to this century. I could century. be in television and then I could leave television for several years and yeah. come back and still. come back and be your own daughter. <laughs> that's great. What? Right? That's what the immortal people do. <laughs> that's what the immortal people do? They're yeah. their own daughters? Yeah. That's all the immortal people shows are like that. Like, oh, you disappear for a while and then your daughter comes back, but she looks exactly like you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not fair. On the Vampire Diaries, that character is actually a doppelganger. Oh. Reviewer. Every movie gets a 10. Do you want to read this yeah. one? All right. Uh, reviewer, every movie gets a 10 on IMDb. This is a review of the show, not of this specific episode. Ah. Forget Uber and Lyft. Grab a taxi instead. <laughs> it works every time. It works every time. Such a classic, funny, enjoyable show. This was a show with characters that didn't consist of SJWs and sleaziness. Justice Warriors, Adam tells me. Uh, Yeah, social justice warriors and sleaziness, which is interesting (laughs) because it seemed like- To put those two in the same sentence. Yeah, it seemed like Danny DeVito was pretty sleazy. Um, (laughs) Ideas? Ideas like Taxi were so simple and it worked. I recommend this to people who hate modern day products. They should watch the classics from the 70s to 90s. Minus Family Matters, Friends, and Fresh Prince. Last words, such a classic. So I have a problem with this reviewer. Yeah, Uh, we don't like you. We don't like you, reviewer. You seem to have some issues with uh, the way- Social justice. With social justice and the way, uh, you know, society is moving nowadays. Yeah, what's that about? And then why why don't you like Friends, but you- you also don't like Fresh Prince and Family Matters. I feel like there's a pattern between Fresh Prince and Family Matters, and I'm going to- And then Friends breaks it. That's Friends breaks weird. the pattern, what, yeah. What's your problem with-, with Maybe the last with season of Friends. With rich white people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, what's your problem with rich <laughs> white people? It's weird that you have a problem with rich white people and a problem with- With SJWs. With, yeah. with social justice warriors. <laughs> Do you- Are they related in some way to you? I understand not liking Friends. Yeah. I don't understand Lot liking Fresh Prince. Yeah. It's an, a fucking incredible show. Yeah. And Family Matters, the only thing I don't like about it is that the 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 dad's a narc, you know? The dad plays a cop. Uh, uh but I love I love that actor and I just still love the show and then fucking Urkel came out of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Get your story Get straight. Get your story straight. Um 10 out of 10. A lot of the reviews of this show were 10 out of 10. People love this freaking show, Lisa. They do. Lisa, people love this show. Do you love this show? I think I liked... You liked talk, it. I liked our, what we 
just did, even though it was like an explosive, nothing really made sense yeah. talk about it yeah. more than I liked the show. It was sort of a vinegar and baking soda sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were a volcanic expression yeah. of joy. <laughs> <laughs> expression in the literal sense of the word, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, that's dirty and gross. <laughs> no, thank you. What? Did you feel that? <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people love the show. I get why they it. loved it. Yeah. I do. I get it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something I would seek out. I accept that, like, I mean, all of these guys went on to have amazing careers in comedy. They did. And this show only went for five years, which is wild to me. Probably because they like, all left and did better things. That's true. That's true. They were probably... I... Yeah, I imagine they were fucking clamoring. People were clamoring for these people. Christopher Lloyd went Christopher Lloyd. did Back to the Future and Dennis the Menace is like one of the first things I saw him in. <laughs> Just love that movie. Mm-hmm. Damn. And he did that book movie with Macaulay Culkin. Do you know what I'm talking about? Never ending story? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh. The Good Brother? Yeah, we're gonna get lost in this if we're not careful. Okay. So okay. reel it in, reel it in, reel it in, reel it in. Big fish, big uh, fish, big fish. Either big way, fish. we all know Christopher Lloyd. He was in. He was in. He was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's right. That's what you know him from. He did it. It was him. It was him. It was Christopher Lloyd. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! Don't tell anyone. Spoilers. 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 Tony Danza, where can we find you? Where can Thanks we find for coming you, on Tony the show? Danza. And, uh, they make that joke on Friends. They do? Yeah. That's what that joke's from? I don't know if that's what it's from, but I've heard it on Friends oh. many moons ago. Wow. Well, I can't watch Friends anymore. Every movie gets a 10 says I can't watch it. <laughs> you also can't watch anything before or after the 90s. I recommend this to people who hate modern day products. Yeah, but then I mean, he tells I know you you shouldn't shows. watch anything before the 70s yeah. either. He's like, forget I Love Lucy. Yeah. Fuck that show. Actually, I love I Love Lucy. Yeah. Definitely would fuck that show. Oh. That's we're, the sound of getting turned it. on. Yeah. Now we're I just, feel like it's too much. It's too much. The listeners are going to hate They're going to be like, us. stop it. Stop it with that. Stop with horn. the buttons. I don't like that you two can't keep your fucking podcast going straight. Be normal. Talk. Have good thoughts. Look, and then come back. At least one of us is diagnosed ADHD. You've got to cut us some slack, you neurotypical pricks. Wow. Thanks. Thank you. May I? No, we can't do the buttons anymore. You can't do the buttons. Can I do the buttons? You can't do the buttons. God, don't do the buttons. Don't do the buttons. (laughs) To go with your emotions. There we go. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to this insane, calamitous episode. I'm so sorry to you all. I will be better. Um, I don't think you should. I think this is the standard. This is the gold standard moving forward. If you don't like this episode, stop listening forever. Yeah, stop existing. All 20 of you. Uh, We we have been 
Lisa and Adam, we have lost our minds for you. Uh, thank yeah. you for actually <laughs> being, you know, listening to us to the end of this. Yeah. Um, thank you for for coming back. Um, yeah, we thank we've you. been um, very excited about our new equipment. We've been very excited about our yeah. new promo photos. Coley Photography in oh, Chicago. Yeah, Coley Photography. If you want to get any promo photos of that sort, or if you want to, you know, hire people who like. Take fucking good yeah, ass Definitely pictures. hire her. Yeah. Pay her money. Pay them money. Take money out of your wallets right now. Right now. Set it aside for her. Stop driving. Stop. I can't emphasize Pull this over. enough. If you're listening to us, stop driving. <laughs> it's bad for our planet. <laughs> and and give Coley Photography give Coley all photography your money. Your money. And um, then give us whatever else you have. Yeah. Uh, if the you keys want, to your car that you just stopped if driving. If you want to give us your car keys, just hit us up on any of the pod, uh, podcast apps. Leave a review. Yeah. Uh, any number of stars. Put in the review that you're Here's, giving yes. us your keys. Um, any and, number of stars, here are my keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any number of stars, here are my keys. And, and that's, your social security number would be also appreciated. Lisa's collecting social security numbers. She's Just doing a, a project. Yeah. Um, I I don't I care about that. Mine I, so far. All I want to know is what's, what's the name of your first dog? <laughs> I uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. And if you do choose to leave us a review, here's what I want you to go in and write. Adam and Lisa are batshit crazy. <laughs> And I like it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, it would really help us out if you wrote us a review or even if you just message us to say, hey, I hated ha- how crazy you are. Yeah. Or um, how off topic you got. Or like, yeah. I don't, I actually don't think you guys are funny. And just, I like it when you're serious. Yeah. 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 Please tell us that um, because we got to know. We gotta know how to catch this big old fish. Thank you for listening to season three, episode four. Our theme song is written and performed by Jacob Bernstein. Yeah, you can check him out and his band at Space Out Makeout on Instagram Mm -hmm. and on Spotify. You should definitely check him out. They got a new EP or CD album, whatever it is. Yeah. You can find Adam on Instagram at Damon HD. You can find Lisa on Instagram at L-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-A. You can yeah. find Oz at Ozzy the Buddy. That's O-Z-Z-I-E the Buddy. You can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words, but the numbers are numbers. Sweet numbers. Uh, join us next week. Bye. Bye.
Wow. Just no words. Wow. What the I don't know. I don't know. We got tired, and then <laughs> we got and then it's, sick of that. Evan. We, we were did. like done. We're done. We're done with Tony Danza. <sighs> <sighs>